0: What's up, everyone? It's your girl Paige here and you're listening to Same Book, Different Page. In this podcast, we discuss different topics each week that stimulates and picks the brains of our audience. what's up you guys welcome back this is chapter two of same book different page and today i have my very first special guest with me my sister takaya say hi Hi guys, so I'm really excited because this episode is going to be about what it's like working in a daycare As you guys may know, I work at a daycare. I've been working there for four years But what you guys probably don't know is that my sister Takaya here works with me. We got the job together I really didn't even think I was gonna get this job, but you know, here we are now four years later (laughs) Uh, Um, of course my first question is gonna be how long have you been working at a daycare Takaya?
1: I've been working at the daycare or the preschool
0: for about four years. So what made you decide to work at a daycare?
1: I always had a passion for working with children ever since I was a little girl. So I just was always looking for jobs where I'm in that same field. Like I did the children's ministry at my church. I did a lot of babysitting. So when I finally had opportunity to get a job that was willing to hire me with Not all my credentials, but some of them. Um, I was very appreciative of being able to get that on
0: the <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember, like, I decided to apply with you, and I was scared because I honestly had no credentials, but it really is a learning experience. <laughs> For those of you guys that don't know, the daycare is actually called the learning experience, so, you know, I had to throw a little pun in there. Worst experience working at...
1: TLE. My worst experience working at TLE is when I was in the two-year-old room, which I'm still in the two-year-old room. I work with two-year-olds, young twos, like kids that just turned two. So they're learning to potty train. They're learning to talk more. They're just basically learning more about themselves, I guess, at their age. So independence, yeah, yeah they're, they're more independent. Oh, so I used to have these two twin girls in my class and they were potty trained and I'm using air quotes because they wasn't really potty trained, but their parents did mm-hmm. cold turkey,
0: I think it's called. Yeah. And
1: just put them in underwear. A lot of
0: parents do that whole cold turkey thing. Like yeah.
1: <laughs> so, they was peeing all over the floor at least about 12 <laughs> times a day. And I'm not I'm I'm not being over dramatic over the top. It was pee and poop all over the floor. It was outrageous. It was disgusting. <laughs> I was in tears. And <laughs> Yes, I, I. that was one of my worst experience. That was one of them.
0: I've, I have a few pretty <laughs> interesting yeah, stories. Yeah, like we have <laughs> to deal with a lot of crazy stuff. These kids, they're cute, but they're crazy little kids because yes, I just come across the craziest thing. Like one time I look over, I'm like, why does it smell like poop in the classroom? I see there's poop on this little boy's hands, on the puzzles, his shoes. I'm like, where did all this poop come from? And just the other day, (laughs) we're on the playground, and I see a little boy, one of my kids, with poop in his hand. I said, where did you get this poop from? I look at his diaper. There's nothing in there. I was so confused. And then finally we found out that it was another little boy. So we're assuming that maybe the little boy must have, like, took it out and gave it to the other little boy. I know, it was pretty gross. But, yeah, we've had to deal with stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, c- kids at that age is very <laughs> comfortable with touching their poop.
1: Yeah. I guess they think it's Play-Doh. I don't know. It's really
0: gross. <laughs>
1: but, uh, yeah, they have, a, they have a great time playing with that.
0: And I wouldn't really say this was the worst moment, but there was a few scary moments too. This one little girl pretty much almost fainted in my arms because she was crying so bad. And she would hold her breath and literally turn purple And I literally ran to the front. I wasn't alone. Somebody else was with me. But while they were, like, trying to, like, help her, I ran to the front. And I'm like, um, this girl is, she's passing out. And then, you know, we came back. She was fine. But I was so scared when that happened. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like,
1: it was a whole thing. We have some crazy. It's pretty funny because she actually did that recently, too. Really? She She still still does does that? that. She was getting her diaper change and one of the teachers. She was, um... Like cleaning her nose, and I guess the little girl got so upset that she was cleaning her nose that she started crying, and she was like, ah. and she took like a deep, deep breath, and she's like, oh my gosh, it's I help, and then she had to like, like blow on her face so then she can like get her color
0: back, <laughs> but she was really scared. Yeah, she she has her moments. We have some crazy kids. Um. So, aside from that, what would you say was the best experience so far?
1: The best experience is when they learn my name and they get excited to see me when I come in the door.
0: Aww. You know, I honestly feel the same way. It is really a heartwarming feeling to know that these children really love you and care about you. And we love them and care about them, too. And it's so, like... I, I literally teach my kids my, their name. I'm, I'm sorry. I teach them their name, but I also teach them my name. And I'll say, say Paige. And then they, I literally teach one-year-olds and some of them can say Paige. And it's so cute. Another best experience for me is whenever there's like a holiday or something, like Christmas, Um, this past year, we didn't do much because of COVID. But back then, it'll be really fun. You know, parents would give us gifts and stuff. We would have a little Christmas party for the children. Um, We would have Santa come in, do cookies with Santa. You know, I really enjoyed stuff like that. That part was fun. And then, you know, of course, when we get to dress out, we just had Dr. Seuss week, where we, like, dressed as, like, different things had to do with the books. So, for instance, we had Pajama Day for, like, the sleepy uh, books, stuff like that. So, do you see yourself working at a preschool slash daycare or in childcare in general as a career? No, I do not. Why is that? I honestly feel like
1: teachers are underpaid. And the reason why I feel like that is because we do so much for the world, yet we are so under unappreciated Mm -hmm. and I feel as though that things should change and teachers and it's not even just preschool teachers or daycare teachers it's like teachers in high school and elementary school they're all underpaid and they've been saying this since I was a little girl in school I don't really see much of a career for that for Mm -hmm. me personally I don't see me going forward with that. If I have plans of, like, growing.
0: And also, it's just, like, not only do we not, like, get paid enough, but working with children in general, it is uh, rewarding. But also, it can be very draining. I love working with kids, but I don't see myself doing it as, like, a whole career, like oh, I wanna become a teacher kind of thing. It it can become very draining. It's a lot of work that we have to do. Now let me just explain to you just the basics of what Sakaya and I do on a daily basis diapers, preparing their food, setting up their stuff for setting up their nap times, being things. a counselor listening to their problems. <laughs> They're one and, and two, but they have a lot of problems yeah. <laughs> going on at that age. And the curriculum, we have to follow a lesson plan with them. So we have to write out the write out the curriculum. Yes, we have a booklet handed to us, but you know, we have to stay on a schedule with the children. We have to observe their behavior and document it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm every four every season yeah yeah every season uh winter spring summer fall we have to do a an observation for them so it is a lot and especially with me i'm i go to school so sometimes it gets tiring it's draining and i'm just like let me go on a mini vacation or something we're basically <laughs> like
1: a parent a nurse a counselor all in one
0: yeah and not, under, not undermining the parents, of course, but yeah, we... I, I'm just glad I'm not a parent right now. Um. <laughs> yeah, they go
1: through a lot. And I definitely yeah. learned that when I had to do um, babysitting for a week and I had to... Um, I had to do overnight where I was basically like their nanny for a little Mm -hmm. bit, take them to school and getting them ready for school, bring them home, give them dinner. Parents have a lot to worry about. Like they do not, they literally work all day and then they get off and they're still working. Yeah. They work.
0: 24 hours mm-hmm. <laughs> constantly when they have kids. And plus, I do feel bad whenever it's like the parents might have, like, a troublesome child, you know. And I'm not talking about, like, our age group, maybe a little bit older. I mean, I'm sorry, not the age group that me and my sister work at. More, like, maybe in preschool age, kind of like three and four and stuff. I do kind of feel bad when, like, imagine having, like, a long day at work and then somebody calls you at work saying, um, your child bit, your child poured hair, your child, like, you know, children are going to be children. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, children are going to be children. So it's like you have to come home and then have to hear from the teacher. Um, yeah, they didn't really, you know, I mean, of course we're, we're going to like, not, you know, complain and be like, oh my goodness, your child's terrible. Like nothing like that. But it's just like, imagine coming I, after a long day at work and you're coming into work and then, or, you know, coming to pick up your child and then, like, you're like, Dang, like now my child had a bad day. Now I have to, you know, tell him what's right for wrong and then you have to go home, feed him, bathe him, put him to sleep, and they want to keep getting out of bed. Like, I...
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? Especially when you're um, transitioning them from the crib to the toddler bed. It's very <laughs> challenging because they're getting up at least three or four times a night. And I'm that's just a low number. They get up <laughs> more than that. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I actually had, I mean, I haven't been able to do overnight babysitting before. Zakaya's had to, and our other friend has before, but I've actually never had to before. But after the stories that they be telling me, I have to grace myself and see, can I do this? Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so so what have you learned working out of daycare?
1: I learned that, I think what I just said earlier, that parents deal with a lot and kids are expensive. (laughs) They were very expensive. I never realized all the stuff that my parents went through until I kind of had to experience it. I mean, I'm I'm not a parent, but I am a teacher, which is pretty much close. (laughs) And seeing what these parents go through, like, and sometimes, like what Paige said, they, they do have a troubled child. And like, um, right now with COVID going on, they have to wait in a long line to get their temperature taken and, you know, sign mm-hmm. in and stuff. And some of these parents have kids that are screaming in the line yeah. and other parents are looking at them as they're holding their child screaming because they don't want to go to school. And then imagine dealing with that, dropping off your kid and then coming to work. <laughs> like it just ruins your whole morning. Then you have some kids that I guess is very adventurous, nice to run out in the street. And, she, <laughs> and the parent has to run after them all the time. <laughs> and it's very, as it's, I've, I've seen some interesting stuff <laughs> coming yes, into work.
0: This one time, this is a little <laughs> off topic, but she just reminded me of this one time. I was coming in <laughs> from outside, and we have toddlers. They're one years old. One of my toddlers ran. So we go inside from the playground. He runs. I see him go the other way, but I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll catch them. Like, they always run away. The door was open to the outside <laughs> because one of the directors up front was taking a temperature for, like, the next child to come in. So he runs. He didn't run outside, but he ran to the front part, like, almost outside. And luckily, one of the parents caught him. And I was so embarrassed because I'm like, these people are probably going to think that I don't- I can't control my children. <laughs> it was his first day back after a long time too and the funny part was he wasn't even crying he just randomly ran like tried to leave and i said where are you going (laughs) 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 what i've learned i've actually learned that um children are the future and also it is very important you know how we treat them and stuff i've actually really learned that and it is really rewarding to teach children and then also have the parents say oh you know he's been doing so much at home has he been saying saying doing this in school he's been doing this at home and then they talk about you when they go home so i i really learned that this is a this is a big learning experience (laughs) Okay, so, do you have any favorites? The burning question that all children feel growing up. Oh, this is a teacher's pet, yada, yada, yada. So, do you have any favorites? Yes, I do have a few favorites. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, okay, so, (laughs) I think that, yes, it's true that teachers have their favorite, but that doesn't mean that they don't love all their children. There's just that one child that they that they just love so much and they're just always cuddling them because they're so cute and sweet. So I definitely have a few favorites, you know, this one little girl. So she actually moved up to the toddler room. So there's two toddler rooms. There's toddler A and toddler B. And she moved up to the toddler room right when the pandemic started. When the pandemic started, a lot of kids like pooled, like a lot of kids left because, you know, it was scary, you know. <laughs> we didn't know what was going on with COVID and stuff. Yeah, a lot of children pulled. So I only had four or five max with two, with both taller rooms combined. It was literally just me and another teacher, and we would work like some days because of the pandemic. You know, there was no children, and we were trying to keep the school up and running and make money. So I had this one little girl and we, you know, bonded. She was so cute and little stuff. And, you know, we bonded because she had just turned one. So then when the school opened back up and all the kids started coming back, she went back to her room. But then like two months later, it was time for her to move up to my room. So I so then she turned two, the last month, but she's still in my room for right now. And it's just, like, I was able to see her grow. Like, I basically had her for a whole year. I mean, she's going to be moving up soon. But, like, I've had her for a whole year and just seeing her grow. And I just love her so much. She talks so much more now. So, yeah, it is a different feeling when it's something like that. Someone who you've been with for so long, you get to see them grow. You know, she's like my child. (laughs) So, with that being said, we actually wanted to... Talk about a little business that we've had for quite some time now. It's a small little business. It's called K K Babysitting. So Kaya, tell us about it. She's the she was the one who came up with the idea and everything. So tell us what it is and who's in it, a part of it. K and K Babysitting is a
1: babysitting company. With me, Paige, Caitlin, and Kristen. It's us four. We are the founders of our babysitting mm-hmm. business. And we basically recruit other sitters to go out and babysit, like, around Palm Beach. Where
0: we live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Palm Beach area. Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, yeah, so we've been, pretty much our business has been open for about a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, business has been a little bit slow because of COVID. But we do get still get a lot of requests. But have you guys ever heard the the show, A Babysitter's Club, mm-hmm. or The Babysitter's Club? It's basically like that, but we're not a club. We're a business, I'm going to put it like Yes. This.
0: <laughs> and in the future, our initial plan is to hire babysitters, and they are the ones who go out and get these babysitting gigs, and then we're basically just like the headquarters, and then we just make like a percentage of what they make. And stuff like that so right now it's just we only have i think it's like only one other person other than the four of us so right now it's just five of us in total but let us know if you would like to be a part of our little business you know or if you have any children that you would like for us to babysit right now we're not doing nannying but we can accommodate to if you need like an overnight or something like that like if you need a nanny for just the weekend or something so to wrap everything up you said that you don't see yourself being in childcare as a career. So what do you want to do as a career, Takaya? Well, my dream career
1: would be to be a producer or a director. I used to write a lot of scripts when I was younger, and I always record a lot of videos. My first camera was this old, big block and i used to make lots of video skits off on it i wish i had them still <laughs> but yes that is I my ultimate those. dream is to work on a set and maybe one day own my own production perma productions
0: yes mm-hmm. i remember we i'm a lot of you guys that are listening who known us like since we first moved to Palm Beach. We used to make a lot of like little skits on YouTube (laughs) just for fun and she would put at the end Paramore Productions. But yeah, stuff like that was really fun and I really see you doing that. And I always asked you, I'm like, how come you never wanted to work in media? But I don't know, like why didn't you wanna start out with that when you graduated high school and stuff? What made you decide childcare instead? at the time
1: um to be honest i feel like like okay so child care was like my backup plan i initially wanted to anything like that has with that whole light of being on camera or behind the camera i was always interested in that as a child and then childcare like being a teacher was like my backup plan mm-hmm. but i put being a teacher ahead of that because it's easier, it's easier to get yeah my credentials in childcare than it is in uh, working on set you have mm-hmm. to have connections with that yes so. definitely and I, I definitely do regret not going to school right away cause I probably would have already had my degree by now mm-hmm. if I would have went to school right away for tea production
0: yeah and don't let anything get in the way work on what you really want work on your goals you know I think that it's very important we don't want to be somewhere not that we're unhappy but in general you know if you see your if you don't see yourself doing this for a lifetime or as a career and something that generally makes you happy and you're making good money then you know I think that you should go out and do it I think that's pretty much all the questions I have today thanks Sakaya, for visiting be my first special guest we I know we were getting a little off topic, but after working at this daycare for four years, we've seen it all. We've been through it all. There's there's something that we haven't been through. I literally had to give somebody CPR, and no, I'm just playing. It wasn't CPR. What? Was <laughs> what? That thing this little boy was choking. You remember the little boy that was choking? Oh yeah. <laughs> I literally had to like you know help him with that. Um. The hat, the ha- yeah, I think it's called the highlight. We had to give them the highlight. The, the infant kind. Yeah, but for them. the infants where you like pat their back. <laughs> so yeah, we've been through it all. But in the end, I'm just so happy to be able to discuss this with somebody who's been there with me through it all. So thanks thank to being for being my first guest. Thank you for having me. I, it's been a true honor to be here. <laughs> all right well thanks for listening you guys don't forget if you guys really liked this don't forget to download if you're listening through spotify or apple subscribe so that you can get all the latest updates of when my new episodes post and i will hit you guys next time